0: Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Miss Nisi of Real Talk Ministry, and welcome to my audio podcast. I'm going to go ahead and get into the topic, and um, I might share some information throughout the podcast, but I definitely will share what you need to know about Real Talk Ministry and what's going on with my uh, ministry at the end of this podcast, so we can just jump in to what I would like to discuss, and that is trust God's spirit and not your emotions. I know a lot of people you may run into when you have a thought or an idea, or you even may want to do certain things, or start certain things, or end certain things, and you'd be like, they'll say, just trust your gut, just trust your gut, and and, and let your um, feelings don't and let your feelings go with your feelings, go with what your heart feel. For Christians, that can be a dangerous thing to do. It can be a hard thing to transition. And to not trusting what you feel because Satan can easily come and put a feeling on you to make you think you're doing something that is of Christ and that he wants you to do. But if you do not know his spirit, you'll be doing just that, what Satan wants you to do and not Christ. When you trust God's spirit, first you have to know his spirit. And then in order to know his spirit, you have to know his voice oftentimes i will say things are hard or it may not be that easy for some and i say that because we run into christians who say you know like me and i'm a believer that this works that you just need to fast and you just need to pray and god is going to come through what i didn't learn was that what i heard was fast and pray and god will come through what i didn't learn in the beginning of all of that was that fasting and praying yes god will come through but satan fights you harder the more you try to get a connection with him and for some who are familiar with christ and how it works and you know you've been a christian all your life and you you had the experience you know like okay there are certain fights that are big battles and then there's some battles that you know you could just walk on through it it's no big deal But for new Christians and newbies, the feelings that you may feel to be pricked to do stuff for Christ and to start a new life with him, it is very important to have the spirit of him along with that because Christ acknowledges that you want to do good for him, but Satan acknowledges that too. And when it comes down to your emotions, or as some people say, trust your gut, um, Satan is in your emotions as well. And it can leave you to be in a very tricky place where you think you're hearing God's voice. Where you think you're hearing what he is saying for you to do. And because it may be your own desires or it may be because it's something that you really want to do. um, It may not be Christ. It may be Satan. It may be Satan playing on your feelings and your emotions, and then you'll be blindly obedient to something that was not of God. The way to be careful, aside from fasting and praying, is to constantly read and stay in prayer. And not just stay in prayer where you're asking something of Him, but staying in prayer where you're asking um, not something of Him, but waiting to hear directions from Him. Uh, that's a great opportunity to be in worship. A lot of times when I am in worship, I'm telling him how much I love him. I am putting him on the pedestal. I'm not asking him to tell me anything. I mean, I'm not asking him for anything. Of course, I want him to speak to me, but I'm not asking him for anything. I'm not asking him to do anything. I'm not asking him to look out for those around me. Uh, It's not about the job. It's not about anything except giving worship to Christ. Just letting him know that I truly love you. I adore you. Even when sometimes when you worship and you start thanking him, it can easily slide into, I thank you, Lord, for doing this for me. And you did this for me. And then suddenly, all of a sudden, it's not thanking the lord for what he did you start explaining the things that are about you i have and still am practicing how to give god full worship you know when you see people that you you know you may fan out on or you seen that you know it's your favorite character and you see them in real life and And you get so excited. You start telling them, thank you, I love this show, or I love this song, it brought me through. You start giving testimonies and sharing the excitement and the joy of seeing that favorite person or that favorite uh, actor or actress. And you give them all the accolades. And even in all your accolades and you're saying, this is what you did for me, this is how you changed my life. For some people who may meet their biggest great icon or star that way. And and your emotions are trying to prove to that person that it was nothing that you could have did of your own if it wasn't for them. And when you go into worship, you need to do the same thing with Christ. It is nothing I could have did of my own if it wasn't for Christ. And in the process of learning his voice and learning who he is and understanding his ways. In that process of doing those things, you have to understand that even in the things that you think just make sense, this is just what God wants me to do because it's common sense. Like, why would it not be this way? When you start leaning on Christ and saying, Lord, lead the way, I'll follow you, give me the instructions, guide me, he will do just that. There are many times where I'm just driving to a location. Been to that location 5,000 times. And sometimes the Lord will say, don't go that way. Instead of going up the street to the right, go around and do a big circle instead. And in my head, I'm like, oh, that really don't make sense. That can't be God. It's right there. It's right up the street. Why would I go all the way around the world just to go up the street. That's not the route I usually take. But you never know what he may be protecting you from. You never know why he may want you to do it. It may be for the simple fact that he just want to see if you will be obedient. Because there's one thing you have to learn about being with Christ. He has to see if you understand his voice if you're gonna trust his voice, and even if it may seem like it's something that you don't wanna do or doesn't make sense, if you would do it. Now, when I say don't make sense, I have to be clear. I'm not talking about going to hurt someone or shoot somebody or, you know, there's a lot of things that people say, I heard the Lord told me to do, and it was all against the word. And that's why it's important To not only stay connected in prayer and not only to stay connected in fasting, but to stay connected with the word of God. Because once you do feel or hear something that's just way out of reach, the Lord will bring that word back to you and remind you, I am God. I don't work like that. His voice is to help lead and guide you. Don't ever feel like it's a control thing. He's not controlling you. He give you the free will to make your own decisions. But once you acknowledge who he is and begin to acknowledge his voice and what he can do for you in your life, it will definitely be a true blessing to whatever you have to endure so you won't have to worry about trying to figure out if it's him at that moment, you'll know when you need him, it is him. But when you start trusting your feelings and your emotions, It can take you into places you do not want to go. It can take you into dark places. It can take you into depression. It can take you into places that make you feel like the very thing that you know you needed to do and he told you to do. All of a sudden, that don't make sense. Why did I do that? Then you start feeling bad for being obedient to God instead of acknowledging the fact that you just need to get over your emotions. You just need to get over your feelings. And please do understand that getting over your emotions, getting over your feelings, it's not an easy task to do. And it's not something to make it seem like I'm just a Christian and I have this hard heart and, and, and I don't have feelings for anybody. No, what I'm saying is you can love, you can have compassion and you can have feelings, but you have to direct it in the areas that is needed for your life. And the other part of you, the, the areas that you know is needed, that you need help with, you got to let God take over. You got to trust God's spirit and not your feelings and not your emotions. Your emotions may say, it's time for me to start school. I need to go to school right now. That emotion could be because you have nothing to do. You may feel unaccomplished. You may feel like if you went to school you probably had a better job and that's why you didn't get a raise but you also may not see that going to school may put you in debt in a place where the debt may cause issues a year later from the time you started and then you'll get in your feelings and think why can i better myself why can i have an education Better than the ones that I already have, or, or if I did this, I will have a better job. I'll have a better life. I'll have a better understanding of myself. I won't lack, I won't feel inadequate. Satan will run all kinds of things down on your life of who you are and where you need to be if you do the very things that God is telling you not to do. But what if you did go? And then all of a sudden you get hit with a bill or you get hit, hit with a layoff or something like that. Then you're not able to complete school or you may end up in a situation where you may suffer suffered a loss or it could be anything. And then you'll be like, man, I started this school. I made this commitment. I took this loan. I took out this balance. And now I can't pay it and I can't go to school. Sometimes the voices that you hear telling you no may just be the voice that you need to listen to. And it doesn't mean that it can never happen. It just means that it does not need to happen right now. And if it never happens, then okay, maybe there's a different way or different route God wants you to take. Have you ever thought about him saying no to you going to school and paying out of your own pocket and going through financial aid could mean that you did actually get a promotion on your job and now they're going to send you to school for free? There's always something that God is doing that you can't see. And in the process of him doing that, you can't always fight about fight against it. It's the same thing with God when he says yes to something. You may feel like, I don't want to go here, I don't want to be around these people, I don't want to go to this church, I don't want to go to this job, I'm ready to quit, I don't want to be around certain groups of people because that's how I feel. Or they agitate me, or they did me wrong, or the church don't love me, or this person hurt me at the church, I can't trust this person, I don't want to be around this person. And God may be telling you, yes, you do need to go to that church. Yes, you do need to stay at that job and don't quit. Yes, you do need to be around those people. And you're going to be cordial. You're not going to be petty. You're not going to throw shade. And you're going to be a representation of me. And that yes, you may feel like, oh my gosh, he's not working with me crisis working against me? Do he understand my feelings? Do he sees what they're doing? Do he even know what they what's coming at me? Why would he allow me to go through this? And in that very yes, you may have been a light to someone who said, hey, I saw you over there talking to those people. I saw you how you handled uh, being at the job when that lady or that man said those things to you. You didn't curse them out. You didn't go after them. You didn't um, throw rocks and stones. You just gracefully, gracefully removed yourself from the situation. And you know what? We need someone like that in our department. We pay more. We give you more flexible time and better benefits. You know what? I see that. You know you don't really engage when they try to come at you as a pastor people don't think pastors see stuff and that it's hard for pastors sometimes because they can't see everything they can't do everything but everybody wants them to do everything and see everything and be everything but what if that pastor was like you know what the lord's been laying on my heart that I need you in my ministry. I need you to work with young people. I need you to work with women. I need you to work in the ministry of blessing, of praying over people because I trust your spirit because I know that it's been talks, you know. I know that things have been said against you. I know that people have been rising up against you, but you still kept your composure and you still kept Christ in you. And we need that in our ministry. The yes and the no's that. God provides it can only be for your good even if you don't feel that it is for your good. And the reason why I did this scenario of the yes and the no's that God provides in the sense of It may go against you because it's easy and it's fun and it's okay when the no is like, uh, should I go to work tomorrow? Because I don't want to deal with those people. No, no, my child, you don't have to go to work. Oh, that's a blessing. Oh, we'll be ecstatic and running and jumping like, hey, I don't even have to go to work. I called off, didn't get in trouble, wasn't no big deal. If you say, can I go up there to this store and just spend at least $100 on clothes? I just want to go on a little mini shopping spree. But I know I got bills I need to pay. But I just want to do this shopping spree. You think you could cover me, God? Yes, my love. Go ahead and do the shopping spree. Get you some shoes. Get you a shirt, a hat, and a coat. And even treat yourself to a spa. Go get something to eat. Ooh, we'll be dancing around the the house. We'll be dancing around the throne. (laughs) We'll be so excited. Because our problem isn't with the yes and no's what we want to satisfy our feelings and our emotions and our spirit. Our problem is the yes and no's when he tells us to do something that we know we really don't want to. And that's when you have to be extremely careful. Because when Satan knows that God is telling you to do something and he knows that you know your spirit with him and you trust God's spirit... He's going to challenge it because that's his job. Don't ever get fooled into thinking that that is not his job. It will always, always, and again, always be Satan's job to do whatever he can to get you on his side. If it's to trip you up, it's to trick your mind. It's to make you feel a certain way about someone that you never even met or you don't even know. uh, To get you involved in gossip. To get you involved in hating someone or having someone join in with you to hate them because of what you felt that they did against you. Regardless of what it is that he can make you feel like you're going to have to repent for that later. He's not going to try to give you the opportunity to repent for it later. He's going to keep stacking it up and stacking it up and stacking it up. Until he wears you down. And what happens is when you start trusting your emotions more than the spirit of God. What happens is you weighs you down so low that it makes it hard for you to get back up. It makes it hard for you to get back up and get in a position again to trust him. To understand him and acknowledge him. Now, as humans, we feel like we have to beg for forgiveness for people for them, or we got to go through hoops or we got to jump through fences and, and, and make sure that we get the ultimate forgiveness from people when we do them wrong. And sometimes we go to God that way because we just feel so godly sorry for what we did and we knew better. But you don't have to do that with God. You don't have to pressure yourself to feel like that there has to be this ultimate level of forgiveness in order for God to receive you again. All you have to do is repent. Repent and go back to work. Go back to loving him. Go back to trusting him. Go back to showing him that you may have made a mistake that time, but you'll catch it the next time. It won't be the same. And that if he tells you no, he can trust you with the no. And if he tells you yes to something that you really don't want to do, that he can trust you with the yes. That whatever it is that he has for your life, that you will do it. Sometimes the emotions can be so overwhelming, you start having second thoughts and you start thinking, no, I don't think this is what God wants me to do. And then you start thinking like, Okay, God changed his mind. This is what he wants me to do. I was wrong and I don't think he wants me to be this way. Now I'm hearing God say I have to do it this way because I, I, I just knew that's not what he wanted. We can pressure ourselves and push ourselves and believe to a point in ourselves and our emotions and our feelings and cloud our thoughts to allow us to think that God changed his mind. I don't think God changes his mind. I think he changes the atmosphere because of what we're not ready to uh, do. And he may do it to cover you. And it will cost you in the long run. It may not be what you think you need right now. But he will cover you if because he loves you. And I think he just changes the dynamics of some things because he knows you're not strong enough to walk in what it is that he wants you to do for him. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Trust me. Listen to me. Don't be someone that God has to keep making provisions and set around boundaries and perimeters for Because you're not trying to be strong enough to do what he says. Some things just may be so hard that you just can't do it. And those perimeters and those boundaries may be needed in your life. But there has to come a time where the things that are just so hard has to be uncomfortable enough for you to go through it and do it. You have to do it. The most uncomfortable things you have to do. You have to. You have to trust the spirit of God that he will not lead you wrong. Even if you feel like you're not ready. Even if you feel like your emotions are telling you I can't do this. Even if you feel like this is not, this is too overwhelming. I'm not, I can't focus on doing anything. It's driving me crazy. I feel like it's torturing me. When God gives a word and he gives the directions and the instructions and the guidance for your life, Satan is going to come to try to torture you, to try to do anything in his power to convince you not to do it. And why do I stress to please do it? What God says. Because the longer you wait, the longer it's going to be there for you to go through to do it. If you know you have to go this route, on this road, and there's traffic, everybody going to try to find a different way to get out of traffic. Everybody going to try to cut corners. Everybody going to try to cut in front of you. They are going to think one lane is moving faster than the other just to get through. But you just can't sit there and cut your car off and say, I can't do it because it's traffic. What do you do when you're in traffic? You keep moving. You keep moving. Because you know eventually that traffic is going to cease. It's not going to be there forever. And you're going to make it to your destination. And that's what you need to be for Christ. You have to show him that you're not weak all the time. And that you just don't have to sit here and be babied in the spirit. But that if you're in traffic and you feel that you're immobile, you will keep taking little steps move a little bit here, a little bit here. You may have to cross over into another lane just to get ahead, but you will make moves. You will keep, you may have to turn on your signal like to warn people that I'm coming through, that I'm moving over. I'm going in a different direction. People don't want to see you going in a different direction. They want to see you staying in the same place, but sometimes you may have to move to the left. You may have to move to the right, but you have to keep Moving, And in your moving, you cannot allow your emotions to get the best of you. Fight your emotions. I have them. There's things God would tell me to do. And I will go up and down the list of why and what people gonna think of me. And this is not who I am. I'm trying to be neutral. Lord, I do want to do what you say do. But I'm not trying to please people. No, I'm not. But I am trying to live a life where there's peace. And I do want your peace. And I don't want to struggle. And, and people going to get mad if I don't do certain things. Or if I do certain things a different way. They're not going to appreciate it. They may stop listening to me. They may not listen to my radio. They may not listen to my podcast. When you tell me to have a service, they may not come. I mean, Satan would make you feel like everything that you're doing It's against what you may have been taught in church, what you may have been raised to do in your home. And it just don't seem it's possible. But it's possible. It's very possible to do what the will of the Lord tell you to do. And he allow you to have comfort and peace. God's spirit in you is not to please everybody. Because when you have his spirit you're not going to be able to please everybody. You're not going to be able to make people happy all the time because his word and the life that he has for you will come first. And once you accept that, it makes the transition a little easier. It's not to neglect. It's not to hurt. It's not to shame. Yourself. Not other people. Yourself. Because Satan ain't going to really care how other people come to you if he can get to you first. If he can destroy you, nobody has to say nothing to you. You are doing it all to yourself because you will let your emotions get the best of you instead of letting God's Spirit rule and control the situation. So please trust God's Spirit. If you're not sure it's God, keep asking, keep praying, keep fasting. Get the surety you need to know. That is God. But one thing I ask that you do when you know it's God, keep trusting in the fact that you heard it and you know it was Him and you got confirmation. And when Satan comes and waver and want to throw you off, keep your confirmation, keep your connection. Don't worry about the people to the left and the right of you. You will get through the traffic, you'll get through the hard times. Your traffic is your emotions. You'll get through the emotions of the traffic. The little stop and goes. The headaches of sitting there, waiting, wondering why things are not moving. Trying to get over and people won't let you. Thinking you have got ahead, but it seems like, no, it's just a setback. I'm still not moving forward. Because you know at the end of the day, when you're in traffic trying to get home. And you ask God to cover you. And you pray and say, let me get home safely. When you walk through those doors and say, thank you, Jesus. You know you made your destination. You know you got through it. That's because God was with you. And he will help you through it. The traffic may be your feelings and emotions. Got you all way and, and going in different places. But the patience, the willingness, the endurance to be able to not pull over, to keep going, that's God. That's his spirit leading you and guiding you. So be encouraged. It may seem difficult at times, but if he's doing it, he's there. Even if you don't understand it, he'll correct you. He will not let you fall. He will not let you go so far away from him And his directions that he won't grab you and catch you and let you realize that he is there and he will always be there be there for him as he is there for you that is the word for today trust god's spirit over your emotions this is miss nisa real talk ministry i do want to invite you to join me and my radio station it's uh on my website, www, 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 3 <laughs> com, And if you want to join in on the radio um, with your advertisement or sharing your business information or even your sermons and words of encouragement, whatever you may have that you want to add on to maybe your social media network or anything like that, click on... Um, Once you get to my website, click on Radio Connections, and you'll see how to join in on Real Talk Ministry Radio. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I will pray for you, and I pray that you pray for me. Again, trust God's spirit over your emotions. Have a great day. God bless. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to share and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notifications when a new episode is posted. You can also stop by Miss Niecy's website, www.realtalkministry.com. There you can purchase her books, leave a comment, and stay connected with this ministry. Until next time, God bless.